Hi, and welcome to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blenderman. I'm an ADHD coach and your host of all things ADHD friendly. This is episode 20, and today I'm going to be talking about enclosed cognition. So I'll be sharing some information on the concept of it, as well as some strategies if it interests you to explore using it in your life to make everything a little bit more ADHD friendly. When I first heard this term, I immediately thought of the scene in the movie Trading Places, where at the very end, the two characters were living, really embodying the concept of enclosed cognition, where Dan Aykroyd's character says, looking good, Billy Ray. And um, Eddie Murphy's character says, feeling good, Lewis. And they're both, you know, dressed in, in clothing that really lines up with their emotions and their positive energy, and it just brings it forth with ease. So the term enclosed cognition refers to the effect that clothing has on our cognitive processes. It was actually coined by Adam Galinsky and Heho Adam, I hope I pronounced that correctly, in their experiment from 2012. And it relates to the effect that clothing has on a person's mental process and the way they think, feel, and function in areas like attention, confidence, and abstract thinking. And so the research that was done around this used a lab coat, just a white coat, and half of the participants that participated were told that it was a painter's smock, and the other half were told that it was a doctor's lab coat. And the ones that were told that it was a doctor's coat exhibited better sustained attention, which resulted in half as many mistakes than the participants who were told that the coat was a painter's smock. So again, just the way that they thought about what they were wearing literally impacted their focus and they made less mistakes when they were told that it was a doctor's coat, even though it was exactly the same one that they used for all participants. Research has also shown that wearing former, former, formal business attire, excuse me, um, increased abstract thinking and resulted in more success in negotiations. So if you need to negotiate something, think about if the way you're dressed is going to support you to do that with more success. Informal clothing resulted in weaker negotiation skills. So Literally, dressing for success instills confidence. And then if you think about um, people who wear unique clothing choices, who stand out, that often suggests that that individual feels powerful enough to take social risks, to literally be different. Um, I remember one of my kids from preschool always wore two different socks intentionally didn't the kind of like, you know, went against the grain, didn't want the matching. And this was at a time where it, this was, you know, 15 years ago. Um, And it wasn't done then. It was something that, you know, oh, you know, you're wearing two different socks. We pointed out like a mistake. Now a lot of teens wear them intentionally that way, but she did this long before it was trendy. And I remember always being interested in, wow, you know, that doesn't bother her. That that's something that she feels empowered by. So when we make choices that stand out as different from the rest, that shows a level of confidence in taking that social risk. So I want to just 
highlight a couple of strategies where using include cognition, cognition can be something that can support ADHD brain wiring. So first, I'm just going to highlight some different color um, items that can really boost your mood. So the color red that I'm wearing today, if you're watching this, if you're not, I'm just telling you I'm wearing red, is shown to increase metabolism and heart rate. I use red also um, to support me when I, I need to kind of pull up more bravery and feel more confident. It can signify power and energy. And I will use it when I need to bring that forth more. If I have a particularly difficult um, meeting or something that I'm feeling a little bit apprehensive about, red will just boost my, my mood and my energy in a way that I'll intentionally pick it on a day that I need that more of that with more ease. Blue and green are calming colors. So if you need a calmer day, if you're feeling tense or you just know it's going to be a busy day, maybe choosing blue or green. Um, blue actually helps to stimulate the release of oxytocin, which is the calming hormone. So just keeping in mind, maybe just a simple choice of color in the morning can really have an impact on your day. Warm and bright colors, again, like red or pink, also re release dopamine, which is that feel-good hormone. And yellow is associated with joy. So wearing it could actually boost your mood. Just putting on something yellow, even if it's just a little accent, yellow can boost your mood. So if you need a mood boost, you wake up a little low energy, feeling a little down, yellow might be something to put in place to just give you a little bit more of a boost. Some other things that we can do to support our future self. So if you think about, you know, maybe using enclosed cognition decisions that you'll make that will support your future self when you need it. So how we feel when we wake up can affect the choice of our outfit and how we choose the outfit can also impact our mood. So maybe decide your mood the night before by laying out clothes that will make you happy. That's supporting your future self because you've already decided and you get up and you put them on and just notice, does it give you a bit of a boost to already have that? Research actually shows that 57% of women admitted to choosing baggy clothing, a baggy top when they're feeling a little down compared to only 2% when they wake up feeling happy. And 62% said that they would wear their favorite dress when they're happy compared to only 6% when they're sad. So this really highlights the importance of picking something to support your future self, not picking something in the moment if in the moment you're not feeling the mood that would allow you to pick that color. Research also shows the quickest, quickest fix for a bad day for anyone, neurotypical, ADHD brain wiring, anyone is to wear brightly colored clothes. Cheerful colors just serve as a pick-me-up. They boost our energy and our mood. So one of the strategies might be to create something called a happy wardrobe. Happy clothes tend to be flattering. They fit well. They're made from bright colors. They're nice quality fabric. So it's not bothering you all day and draining you. It's building you up because you feel great. And emotions can be attached to clothes. So when you think about something, when you're picking it out to wear it, if you've received a compliment on it previously, you might have a positive connection to that, that automatically boosts your mood. Or if you didn't have a compliment, maybe the worst, maybe the opposite, I should say, is maybe somebody commented about it not being very flattering or that it didn't fit well. Maybe you have a negative connection to that. Notice when you're picking out your clothing, 
if you have a positive energetic connection to it or a negative energetic connection to it. And just keep that in mind. We're going to use this as a strategy to support our mood and boost our energy. Something else to just be aware of is relaxed, casual clothing actually helps us to open up and it results in being seen as more friendly and feeling more creative. And so wearing relaxed clothing in the office, that casual Friday, now like most days are casual, depending on where you are, you might be working at home and, you know, just dressing for, for video calls from the top up, but just keeping in mind, you know, if it helps you to feel more relaxed and less formal, if you will, that can result in feeling and and being more friendly and creative. And then wearing active wear makes it more likely that we'll actually exercise. So this is a strategy I've used many times. And then when I learned about this research being done, it made perfect sense to me because if I get up and I have my workout clothes laid out and I just put them on, it's far more likely I'm going to follow through with my exercise than if I still have to decide what am I going to wear and I have to get changed. So eliminate the step of needing to get dressed for exercise just by being already in the clothes you plan on exercising in whenever that's possible. And then I'm going to just highlight one of my favorite strategies is uniforms. I've always said I loved uniforms because I didn't have to make decisions about what to wear. So uniforms do require less decisions, so less energy to get dressed. So maybe you set out the same general clothing that you decide you're going to wear and it just changes maybe an accessory. Maybe you wear a scarf or uh, just a little accessory over it to change it up, but you're not deciding every day, what am I going to wear? What goes with what? So those are just a few strategies to consider when you think about supporting yourself with your clothing to give you a little bit of an energetic or a mood boost. So this is a quote from Brie Larson. And she's, she said, clothing totally changes my perception of how I feel about myself, depending on what it is that I'm wearing. And I find that to be very true for myself. And then Megan Murphy, who's the author of Your Fully Charged Life, uh, shares the concept of what she called dopamine dressing. And she says that the key to dopamine dressing is your attitude. It works if you associate an outfit with joy, power, or some other positive force. So like I shared when I introduced the concept a few minutes ago, I choose red when I need to feel a bit more brave, a bit more confident, a little bit more energetic um, to go into something that I'm sensing is going to be difficult. So I love the idea of calling it dopamine dressing. So just associating it with power, joy, or some other positive force that you're pulling into with worries because you're choosing clothes align with that feeling. And then Dolly Parton, this is from Steel Magnolias, said a quote that I say all the time in different aspects, but I'm going to use it here around enclosed cognition. She said, I wear a size six, but a seven feels so good. I buy a size eight. I always like to keep in mind if it looks great, but I'm really uncomfortable in it, I'm not going to be able to tolerate it for very long. So it's really not going to serve its purpose. I need it to look great and feel great. So if they're great shoes, but they're too tight, I'm not going to be able to walk around in them. And that's going to get in the way of me feeling good in them. So for me, looking good is as important as feeling good. So it needs to feel good as well. So I'm not somebody that can tolerate something being being uncomfortable because for the sake of it looking good, it needs to look and feel good. So just something I wanted to share with Dolly Parton's wisdom, if that's something that also is important for you.
So that's all for this week's ADHD friendly podcast. I really do appreciate your time, focus, and attention, and hope that you learned something that hopefully created some interest and some sparkle around enclosed cognition and how supporting ADHD brain wiring in ADHD friendly ways around clothing can be used to support it. If you want to run an ADHD friendly experiment of your own, perhaps support your future self by identifying which clothing builds energy or creates feeling of confidence. So you can pick them out with more ease when you need them. If you like this episode, please subscribe to my podcast and recommend it to a friend. Until next time, tally ho.